From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Craig's here. Oh, boom. This, this is uh, the Triple M Podcast. Welcome yeah. back, everybody. It's Where been a minute. Because, <laughs> uh, fuck, we got, we got, I got busy. Yeah. You got busy. Busy, busy. Fucking, I got, I got to real, make, like, real money. I can't just make podcast money and survive. So, well, like, we get that Joe Rogan sized offer. Yeah, I get that Joe Rogan Spotify offer. Gotta go yeah. do real work. I'd take uh, a Joe Rogan check. I, yeah, yeah. He's got to make so much money because, like, yeah. he's he For makes Spotify money. Just I mean, well, apparently, right now he's been talking to, like right wing trolls, and I haven't listened to any of his podcasts. Yeah. I think yeah. all we really need to do is hawk elk meat and ask about DMT. Yeah. There I sent you that video that was, yeah. fucking, that was fucking versus hilarious. Are you plugging an ad for your show on my show? <laughs> uh there was oh, That's God, crazy, hang on. bro. Have you ever done a DMT? <laughs> there, he did just have David Cho on and uh he was like this uh artist. But now, apparently, yeah. well, I'm looking at the description, and apparently, he's an American painter, muralist, explorer, adventurer. What's the difference between explorer and adventurer? Oh, anyway, man. Yeah. podcaster, graffiti artist, and graphic novelist. Look, if you're a mural yeah. artist, you're probably a graphic, a graffiti artist. But yeah, he, so he was on like. I've seen him before and he was on like he was on Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown and he's been on Joe uh-huh. Rogan podcast before, right? And he used to he was kind of a correspondent at one time for Vice. Like he would oh, go wow. do crazy shit for Vice, right? But he's on this Joe Rogan podcast and he went fucking hardcore into like quarantine lockdown. Like mm-hmm. he's he's got this like old man Asian beard and like this crazy <laughs> long hair and like it looks like he was just surfing for fucking like three months straight. Like his hair is super bleached <laughs> and yeah. like sun bleached. I was like, it. Wait, I was like, David Cho, but is that the David Cho that I know? <laughs> and it was. It was. That was him. Well, I guess being outside and surfing is better than what most of us have been doing. But I don't think he's been surfing. I just think he looks cool. disheveled. <laughs> yeah, David Cho is a crazy man. Like, he's a great person, but he's, like, he'll do shit that, like, you know, churchy people would be like, oh, my God, type of no, thing. Man. Yeah, nothing against David Cho. I fucking love it. I wish I had all the money he did so I could go and do that crazy shit. But mm-hmm. he does some crazy shit. But the big question is, is does he do DMT? He probably does DMT. He probably yeah. fucking deals DMT. I don't, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This guy, he made his money, so he painted a mural for Facebook way back in the day, right? But when Facebook started, so he painted this mural on their Facebook headquarters wall. And instead of taking cash payment, he took stock from Facebook. 
And then when <laughs> when they got big, <laughs> he's he doing ended up, Yeah, he ended up selling it or like selling some of it, and like he's a million, like a multiple multi millionaire. Like he's got a lot of money. Alfred, he was on a wall. Like goddamn. He was talking about uh, he'll send his friends, like people that he knows and hangs out with. He would send them to different countries to like go <laughs> and do drugs there, or like <laughs> he would send them to like Thailand to go and like sleep with prostitutes and then report back to him about whatever they <laughs> experienced. So it's like idiot abroad, but not. But yeah, but but not less idiot and just more broad more, and more drugs. <laughs> yeah, more drugs and just fucking you know craziness, debauchery abroad. But yeah, so I don't have that money, so I got to no. go to work. <laughs> one of us, us got to get there, so we can start, yeah, like go on out and do some drugs. Like okay, yeah, I'll be a, I'll be hey. a good friend. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the good friend and do the DMD for you. Sure. Woo, peyote. Um, but yeah, welcome to the podcast. I am uh, Metal Ginger, and when my my trusty, faithful, always amazing sidekick, Triple uh, Six <laughs> Sloth here. We got a freaking superhero duo. Yeah, we're um, like not Batman the ambiguously. Oh yeah, like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Which one? I was which? gonna. I was gonna go with the ambiguously gay duo from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I mean, Batman and Robin isn't far off, depending. Let's break, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the old school uh, television show. Oh, my God. Like, who lives where? Like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> they were talking, what What was... Um, Embrace it. There was Batman, but Robin, I can't remember the actor for Robin, but Burt he was talking Ward. about... Yeah, Burt Ward, and he would talk about how... <laughs> he was talking about how, like... His doctors for the show were trying to prescribe him dick shrinking pills. Oh my god! So that his package didn't look so big in the Robin <laughs> tights. <laughs> you should have just ran with it. It would have scared the criminals right. even more. <laughs> oh my god! Such a big penis! I give up. <laughs> like he's running at me in tights. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I just dropped my gun. I was so scared. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Like I guess there was like a documentary or a book or something with uh both of them talking about their experiences during must that been, time. Uh must have been a wash with acid. Oh yeah. It was like heavy drugs and there was just like a revolving door of women that would just come into their fucking like their trailer and shit. God damn! Imagine listening yeah. to that story from Grandma. Let me tell oh, you about the on the Batman TV show. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> oh that, yeah. That Burt Ward. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man, I tried to get with Adam West, but Burt Ward. He was just packing so much heat. <laughs> Break out oh, that wait. fucking Batman utility belt. Show me what you got. Oh my god. And like fucking, have you ever watched that show? God, the fucking okay. one-liners in that are hilarious. Yeah, funny. Like I remember watching when I was a kid. Like I love Batman, and that was in syndication. Yeah. So watch old reruns of that or Gilligan's Island. This <laughs> is <just> yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god, they're fucking just. He was like, oh, I he something. He was like, oh, I beat him with math. Like oh, what? <laughs> like, that was like. 
You just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, shit, there's a bomb here. Constantly an issue. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, what do I do with it now? I've, my bomb hole I have in the yard is full. Like, ah. My bomb hole? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh man. Uh, yeah. So, hey, welcome back, everybody. I hope everybody's, you know, doing good. We got one of our friends. Uh, he's infected with the vid, with the COVID. Yeah, so we wish him well. Wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah, not him. Yeah. Thankfully, you work the in funny thing is, I just went and told him, hey, bro, it's just a flu, bro. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't wear masks. Those don't help at all. Mm. Uh, yeah we uh i mean we hope you're doing well um hopefully being safe wash your hands yeah unfuck yourselves (laughs) (laughs) i mean (laughs) that's rude (laughs) wash your hands you filthy animals (laughs) get your fucking life in order (laughs) oh jesus tough love that's what we do here Send you on a Dr. Phil show. He'll tell you what's up. Oh, fuck. Dr. Phil or what? Tony Robbins? That big. Yeah, if he doesn't talk your way into a better life, he'll just wrecking ball you with that gigantic head of his. He's got a very big, very big forehead. Solid. He's a very large man. Yeah, he's a very large man. He would probably be packing in Robin tights, I'm sure. (laughs) Let me tell you. This thing will be the key to financial freedom right here. <laughs> oh, fuck. This is a very dick uh, heavy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> heavy dick. Heavy dick podcast here. <laughs> um, I mean, that's. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hey, uh, shit. We do talk about music and movies yeah, and more. Yeah, yeah and other assorted penises like, <laughs> and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wife just came up to me and she's like, "There's a lot of dicks in your podcast." I'm like, Look, we just we just go where we go, you know. If that's, we that's land on the, dicks. Uh, that's what the third M is for. Just anything. Yeah, dicks. <laughs> you know, if, if we if we land upon dicks, we just slipped and fell on them. So <laughs> I don't know how we. Got... Yeah, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> We're just here. It was a mistake. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Woo! Dude. Well, we do talk. We do talk about music. Speaking we do. Big dicks. Let's talk about some metal. Speaking of big fucking dicks, uh, we this is a metal show, so <laughs> yeah, no. Oh man, uh, you want to go first? I got yeah, it. I'll go first. Um, look, look I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about some big swinging dicks. I'm gonna Ooh. talk about Boris. Have we talked about Boris yet? I think we've mentioned them. I think we've mentioned them. I don't think that we've uh, talked about them since the new No came out, though. Did we? You know, huh? I think the single came out, and then we we're like, "Fuck yeah, that's really yeah. good." I love Boris because it's Boris. Uh, so hey, the new No album is out uh, from Boris, and it's fucking fantastic. Um, the the thing is, like, how would you define Boris? I I can't. I don't think I can. Uh, it's really hard for like, like J- Japanese bands. Like they always seem to come from left field. Like there is definitely doom tones. Yeah, 
you call them doom, I guess, but you like there's other definitely other like feel so, from yeah <laughs> on their on their bandcamp they well there's a lot there's a lot of fucking tags um crust doom grindcore eh, maybe a uh, hardcore heavy rock metal psychedelic punk rock alternative drone metal sergeant house third yeah, man records in Japan <laughs> so. Everything. If you like any of those fucking genres, you'll probably like Boris. Do you enjoy Japan? Yeah. Do you enjoy Japan? Do you like Jap- Jap- Japanese music, Japan music? You'll like I Boris. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. The, like, people who know Boris know Boris, and they're just like, they're like a, it's like a mad science experiment of so many different things that go on, and somehow it just comes out, and it's like, damn, that shit is good, and I don't even know what it is. Yeah, which is yeah. fine. I kind of like it yeah. when bands just twist things and make it weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't complain. I uh, no, I'm well. I I mean, I can, but I'm not going to. Not with Boris. Not about Boris. You won't. I won't let you. No, I, no. I'll probably get beat up. Yeah, through the airwaves. Yeah, Boris, <laughs> fantastic. What it's uh, uh, three. Yeah, it's a try a try. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a three piece. Yeah, three piece. There you go. Three piece out of Japan. Fucking fantastic. Check out Boris. That's all I'm saying. You'll you'll probably like it. Yeah, if you haven't heard of them, they got a hell of a backlog. So. They do, man. I no, bought a no. Boris album. Like, uh, I think it's one of my first purchases on Bandcamp. Yeah, I mean they they've been around. Forever. What are you saying? Yeah, for you don't even fucking know. You're yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You bought that. You bought that fucking album. I mean, Let's see. I've looked at your list. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh you've like taken notes and you're like ah oh, yes this is what a metalhead listens to yeah ew, indeed <laughs> <laughs> i did a new album by boris that was my 10th album on Bandcamp. so many Ooh. years ago man that is a while ago yeah wayfarer is my first like black metal uh, purchase on here <laughs> Oh yeah, they traffic kids. Wayfair? <laughs> Did you see the that band? shit? The fucking band? <laughs> no, not the band. Also not the fucking furniture company who apparently oh. sells kids as cabinets oh. somehow. Oh. <laughs> Some assembly required. <laughs> Wait, are you not are you not up on the Wayfair fucking thing? No, I I avoid stupid internet trend. yeah <laughs> it was it's like pizzagate apparently uh, wayfair names are some of their pieces of furniture after kids who have been abducted and are like tr- like fucking sold off to sex slavery wow. and everybody's like oh wayfair did this and blah 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 and mm. of course it's it's like pizzagate like oh. it's all bullshit well how do you know pizzagate with bullshit bro you just didn't listen to the right podcast bro yeah, that's true. I need bro, to go, bro. Let me explain it, bro. Bro, to to the basement of that pizza fucking restaurant. Ugh. Ugh. What a bunch of trash. Anyway, sorry I brought it up. Go, <laughs> your, your turn. It's your go. Your time. Oh, good lord, I got Syria, and the album is Apocalypse AD. These cats are from London, England. Oh yeah, yeah. They're uh, they got a lot of tags too, but there would be what I call it a. Straight up Doom, I guess. Crushing Doom or something. What? You listening to Doom? Doom? 
Huh. You do them. But yeah, All they, right. They tagged vegan in there. So if you like vegan as a music genre, <laughs> if you <laughs> if you ever Thank wanted you to listen to vegan, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, well, they're really good. Sounds really yeah. heavy. I mean, if you want some doom, it's pretty. Can't go wrong with it. This one yeah. was recorded in 2015, so it just kind of appeared in my Bandcamp list. So I was like, "Ooh, mm. looks depressing on the cover." I'm for it. Perfect. Yeah, if you ever <laughs> want to listen to meatless metal, you can listen. <laughs> if to these you're not in the mood vegans. for cattle decap. <laughs> well, they're also vegan. Yeah, but they're faster. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely not doomy. <laughs> slow down the vegan. Slow oh, vegan. That's vegan. Slow vegan. There should be a band that called that. Slow well, vegan. Look, what are you doing? When you want to live stream some music, bro? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Slow vegan. Slow vegan. You dress up like sloths. I like oh, it. The only thing we play is bass. Yeah. <laughs> but it like it's Man. gonna make you say boy son oh that's pretty fast yeah son oh needs to slow the fuck down <laughs> this what is this death metal <laughs> what is this thrash metal jesus man <laughs> oh fuck uh am i next is there somebody else no okay uh, i'll go you, okay. you you yeah uh so i have this band uh i don't have it it's you know there it's it's a band that i've been listening to. it's not mine i don't have it uh bog wife bog wife like you're in the swampy bog. bog yep one word all all one word it's, it's, it's seven seven letters one word uh it's a, <laughs> it's a swampy maiden bog wife there you go Sounds like something <laughs> you would run into on Witcher Three. Probably, yeah. It, yeah, it's probably there. Hmm. Ugly fucking humpbacked villain that you got to throw potions at. Stop it, you! Stop it! Yeah. Well, man, did you ever you fucking play Witcher and it's like here, here's a thing that you're supposed to throw at things or whatever. And I'm like, I yeah. never use those. You got to run around and build these concoctions, and I just run around hitting things with swords. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would just go, uh, whatever the symbol is for fire, and then I would hit them burn with it. my silver burn blade. It. Yeah. Burn anyway, Bog so Wife. Doom? Yeah. Doom? Um, no. Well, oh. kinda. Well. But what do I normally talk about? Death. Metal. But also... Black. Jesus Metal. Christ. It's like you don't even know me at all. Oh, fine, K-pop. Yep, K-pop. You're right. This is Boris is not the K-pop album or the J-pop. Uh, oh, this is a stoner rock album. Hmm, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but kind of doom. It's pretty. It's pretty doom heavy uh, for your stoner rock. Uh, yeah, Bogwai falls in rebirth. Yeah, stoner and doom seem to kind of interweave pretty often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the, I like obviously. The- King shits for stoner doom is sleep sleep so. Well, yeah. Well, also, I would say um, Black Sabbath. Yeah, <laughs> progenitors. I, <laughs> yeah, I think they're really like the original fucking stoner doom metal band. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. so yeah, Bogwife, 
Halls of Rebirth. I actually found them off of Triple Six Doom, the YouTube channel, which is again a fantastic fucking channel. Um, so shout out to them guys. Maybe we'll be friends. Um, <laughs> can we this? be friends? Why yeah. can't we be friends? Five tracks. These guys are from Denmark. Um, oh, wow. the the album cover looks like um, well, it looks like a vagina. So oh, that's where it's at. Yeah. Vagina metal. Yeah, vagina bog boggy doomy metal. We can't how many more body parts are we gonna bring up today? We're gonna name them all. All the sexual. <laughs> We're gonna talk about butts here soon, I think. Ooh, butts. Ooh. Uh but yeah, these guys are good. Riff heavy, like pretty fucking cool. Like I was listening to them and uh I had to have them on repeat for a few times. So yeah. Well that's always a good sign, unless you're like the kind of guy that's like, this sucks and I wanna find out why. Yeah, I want to punch myself in the balls and listen to this shitty music over and over again. Like, oh, it's worse the second time. Ugh. Yeah, uh, oh, I love pain. <laughs> no, if it sucks, I don't do it again. Yeah, I try not to. I'm like, well, uh, it, I'll give a, I'll give it like a minute or two, you know, yeah. and then I'll be like, I right, nope, next, pass. Yeah, there's too much good fucking music out there. To, to subject myself to shitty fucking music. That's life's too short, bro. Yeah. Which Maybe is to say, like in the middle ages and like you might hear one song every five years and you're just gonna sit through it. It's gonna be the same fucking song. Like nobody yeah. knows how to play more songs. I know this one. It's like, oh hey, play Sweet Home Alabama. It's like, all right, you know. Please stop. Could you imagine it's just everybody only knows Freebird and that's it? Oh god. I hey, play like, Freebird! I don't even like Leonard Skinner. I don't either. Or maybe <laughs> that one Cantina song from Star Wars. In <laughs> <laughs> Family <laughs> Guy, they're like, all right, any requests? I'm like, all right, play that song again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Hogwife, it's, it's good, because I actually listen to it multiple times instead of just, like, next after 45 seconds. Excellent. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I'm going to throw you right off. You got a uh, black metal. Chesmu. And no, oh. it's death slash war metal. What? Yeah, different, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Threw you for a loop. I'm Fuck looking at my God. computer monitor very suspiciously. It says here, they from France. Oh, okay. French. Interesting. Doom war metal. Yeah. It's fucking heavy, though. Like, I think I was listening to it. I was like, this is something you'd probably dig. It's not. Well, I don't know. It's not so much tech death as just like feels like you're getting kicked in the skull. <laughs> like, really, I love really that heavy. kind of music. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite. Then you should check them out because that's exactly what you're going to get. Except for oh, yeah. uh, there's an interlude track in the middle of it to kind of break it up. But the rest of the time, yeah. they're just punching you in the forehead. Yeah, I mean, I need like a calm so that I can refill my drink. Like, oh god, what hit me? Yeah, go back at it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Nice, highly recommended. And the cover's pretty rad looking. It's I like the like covers. Nasty looking hawk tearing the guts out of some poor bastard. Perfect. Yep. Like you would expect from a death metal band. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hawks. Hawks are pretty death. Pretty guts death metal. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> Right, what you got? Uh, have I talked about Dark Forest? Um, 
I don't think so. I'm not sure if I have or not. Well, you know what? Fuck it. We're if I have, I'm doing it again. Uh, <laughs> Dark Forest. Reaffirm our following. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You fucking if you've been listening to it because you should be listening to it. Uh, Dark Forest. Mm. Oak. Oak, Ash, and Thorn is the album title. Uh, nice. These guys are some epic heavy metal. Mm. Uh, medieval, new wave of British heavy metal, traditional. They're from the UK. Um, hmm. No, they're actually not from the UK, but My it's in God, that. My God, you lied. I did. I misspoke, rather, but they're in that kind of, hell, this would be a, U- <laughs> a, a UK band, a British band, but they're actually from Mexico City, Wow. Uh, in Mexico, not the other one. That is a yeah. I thought you meant Mexico City in England. Mexico City, Japan. No. <laughs> Mexico City, Netherlands. No, not that one either. No. You, Mexico yeah. City, New Zealand. No, wrong again. <laughs> Mexico City, Mexico. Look. What? All right. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. They have one there. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it's kind of big. Uh, it, it's supposed to be pretty big, right? Our, our city, I don't know. Actually, no, wait. You know what? Hmm. I'm reading their fucking band camp wrong. No, they are from England. What? You like They're me? going... Yeah, no. Look, I'm fucking like a whole lot of old fashions into this show already. <laughs> it's but apparently they're... Mystery they're playing... England for Mexico. <laughs> well, they're like... You know what it's like, oh, hey, this is where they're from. It says Mexico City, Mexico. And I'm like, all right, cool. But no, that's their show. That's the show yeah. that they're playing. I didn't know fucking people played shows anymore. Yeah, that's a little risky. Right? Well, I guess Mexico, like, they're probably, they shut off the borders of the United States, so they're probably doing pretty fine. They're solid. Uh, they are from England. Ah, uh, okay. Um, well, they list themselves as England, UK. Like England, hmm. comma UK. So they're from a city called England in, in UK. UK. Wow. It's like basically Mexico City, Mexico. That's pretty much Mexico City, Mexico, England, UK. Like New York, New York. I mean, <laughs> yeah, New York, New York. What was because that was the York, right? Yeah, or Yorkshire. I don't Yorkshire. know. Yorkshire Farms, Hillshire Farms, not Yorkshire Hillshire Farms. farms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we remember. Fuck, let me go back. So I'm talking about this band from uh, Dark Forest, Oak, Ash, and Thorn. They're a British band. We'll be playing in Mexico City. Mexico. Not New Zealand. Not the Netherlands. Mexico. Mexico. You said they're like uh, new wave of heavy metal sounding? No, I've never said anything about them before ever. No, ever. Well, what do they sound like? Oh, well, they sound like they're kind of like an epic metal band. They kind of got that medieval... Like, you could play Dungeons & Dragons to these guys and be like, bro, I'm fucking killing things. Rolling 20s. I bet if you listen to these guys while you play Dungeons & Dragons, you get nat 20s all all day long. (laughs) Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's just fucking... Whoa, are these loaded dice? No, motherfucker. It's just the music. I just listened to Dark Forest. (laughs) I put the dice in front of the speakers. <laughs> it charges charges them. So nat 20s all fucking day. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. The That band that I just talked about. That it's not from Mexico City. Yeah. They're any. playing. If you are in Mexico City, you should check them out. Yeah. Our listeners out in Mexico City. Maybe. 
<laughs> December 11th, you have a show to look forward to. <laughs> Put it on your calendar. Yep. Write that shit down. All right. My next one is a highly different sounding thing. These guys are from a place called Good Lord. What is it? Gone. I want to say Gondor just because I'm a Gondor. It says Gondar, Ethiopia. Oh, yes. Gondar. Gondar. Not Gondor. So there's an atmospheric black metal, folk metal thing from Ethiopia, but it has like hints of uh, tribal music, it sounds like, in there too. So it's pretty good black. I mean, it is really good black metal, but it's interesting with the tribal aspect in it. Okay. Not something I've honestly heard before like i mean you hear like folk metal do weird Uh, folky jigs and stuff but you don't hear a lot of like i don't think i've ever heard a metal band out of africa um because i'm not looking as much there but i will definitely be poking my ears down there more to see what else is coming out because that was really good yeah i can't think of anything off the top of my head i i know that i've heard some african metal um, it yeah. might not have been like black or death, yeah. But but metal in general. But nothing comes to the you know comes to mind really. Yeah. So this is the first one I've stumbled across on Bandcamp where I was like, Ethiopia. Like you don't usually see black metal Ethiopia. Like oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Ethiopian food is delicious. I don't think I've ever had the chance to try it. Somehow there is a restaurant here uh, that oh, yeah. serves Ethiopian food, and it's fucking amazing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, now now is not a good time in my area to go restaurant. True. True. So true. Once it clears up, I'm sure I'll have to find some. Yeah. Uh, like let's see. I have the next. Now, now, bear with me. Bear with me. This oh, is um, uh, this is some stoner stoner metal <laughs> with some hints. No. Hints of doom. Uh, yeah, some doomy, stony, stone, stoner, metally. They need to just mash up stoner and doom into one fucking word so it covers the bands that make stoner doom metal. Stoom. Stoomy. <laughs> yeah, do, do, donor metal. I don't know. Stoner. Uh, this is 10 Foot Wizard. Hmm. So that probably you'd be like, mm, they probably played some stoner fucking metal. And uh, <laughs> the album is "Get Out of Your Mind." Uh, it's fantastic. It's fucking like solid stoner metal. Like it's a good shit that you put on, and probably you could partake in, you know, various things. Stuff. Drinking for me, Thanks. basically. Yeah, yeah. But it's good stuff. Substance. The album cover is pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah. Where are these Hell guys yeah. from? Oh, these guys are also from the UK, not Mexico City, Mexico. <laughs> okay. But it actually says a fucking city, Manchester. Oh, well. Not England, UK. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's good shit. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they but, but, but they probably do. They're like, oh, you're not from Mexico City either? Yeah, cool. We can hang out. I thought everyone was from there. What the hell? Yeah, well, it's a very big city. That's what large. I've seen. Yeah. Very large. The large city. With large. tequila. <laughs> Was that what you're on? Maybe. Putting tequila in your old fashions? No, that's... No. 
Oh, it's, it, yeah, no, I'm actually drinking old fashioned. You're mad. You're madman. All right, what do I got mm-hmm. next? Uh, this is a pre-order, so we haven't heard the whole album, but I got Pig Destroyer. Yes! The octa- octagonal stairway. Octagonal stairway. I can't sure. read. <laughs> I, don't, I think uh, you had it right the first time. Octagonal? Octagonal? O- o- octog- I don't know. Whatever. I'm not, a, I'm not a mathematician. So these guys, are, I guess, are pretty big on the scene. I think yeah. you shared this song with me because I hadn't really listened to them yet. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking, I think we were talking about Grindcore. Yeah. And uh, you were like, oh, yeah, Grindcore. And I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't really like core music except for Grindcore. Right. And then I was like, fucking Pig Destroyer just came out with this, or Whoa. coming out with this new album. And you're like, hello? And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, Pig Destroyer. Yeah. So that one song they've released, it's fucking good. It's so good. And Pig Destroyer is like a band that, man, fucking everybody always, like, they were, it's like eight years in between an album or something. like. They're almost yeah. like tool, tool level. No, we're not. We don't want to make any more music right yeah. now. Level. Um, so After it'd be like, what? Like half hour long. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there's also that because they're a, a grindcore band. But people be like, what? Oh, there's a new fucking Pig Destroyer coming out. Oh, my God. And then you'd hear about it for fucking two years. <laughs> like dude you hear that new pig destroyer like that was three years ago i know but it's yeah like... yeah but it was only 30 minutes long so it was fantastic yeah it's that like 10 times in one day yeah uh yeah but it's yeah. super good i pre-ordered that sucker i got this splatter yeah. neon colored vinyl <laughs> nice i and like left like oh why not twist my arm i just bought their shirt apparently it's oh, not dude. $40. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Because he didn't go for the fancy option. Yeah. Drop it in off of a moving C-130. And... Yeah. Some ring girl will put it on for you. <laughs> <That's>... uh, <laughs> the fancy <laughs> shirt. Oh, he wants the fancy one. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, Pig Destroyer. Uh, if you if you like your music like fucking heavy and fast like what like you'll listen to a song you'll be like wait was that the fucking song yes that <laughs> was the song you'll love pig destroyer i'd love to hear what they would do to a tool song like <laughs> <laughs> oh shit like like the opposite of what sun o would do to a big uh, tool song Drag it up. Could you imagine if Sun O did a Tool song? Because they did that fucking For Whom the Bell Tolls. Yeah. And turned it into a, like an 11 minute song. <laughs> like, you're, you're going to do this, but not like that. <laughs> yeah. They would take a Tool song, and that would be the whole fucking album. One Sun O, Schism, one track. That would be it. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah. That's it. That's the only album you would ever need for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> What you got? Uh, all right, so I'm gonna change. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna switch Stoner it up. Doom. Stoner Doom. No. Yep. Nope. Nope. Uh, Doom. Doom Stoner. This is, nope. Also, nope. Damn. Uh, this is Dance with the Dead. Um, mm. they had basically you could go and buy all their fucking albums for I don't know twenty five dollars. Um, nice. and they are an electronic kind of dance ish. Um like synth wave well, that uh, is 
It's super different. I fucking love Dance with the Dead. They've done a lot of remixes of of like really solid songs and made them fucking sound amazing. Hmm. And the the full discography was like I like I said, you can buy it on Bandcamp right now for fifty percent off. And Ooh. it's ten albums and you get it for like thirty bucks or something. Like it's a fucking steal. Yeah. You want some yeah, new dance- music for a long Saturday drive? That's pretty that sounds a good a good yeah. deal. They've got like a really kind of dark kind of feel to their music and their, uh, their merch is fantastic. Like it's all like kind of, uh, like toxic Avenger looking zombies and shit sometimes. <laughs> um, nice. they're a fantastic, like a fantastic group. I really, really like dance of the dead. And I've talked about it before how I like, I listen to a lot of synth wave and electro stuff. So yeah, yeah I'm going to throw them out there. You're out there with your, goth outfits and your glow sticks yeah yeah i got i got the uh the string and the little like laser uh, the glow stick that's on the string yeah so you didn't have to alter yourself much for the uh covid shit you're already wearing a mask right yeah i already had a gas mask on yeah i just walk around like that i thought thought people were just following my style (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was a trendsetter damn it's just a fucking virus <laughs> I do have one more after uh, after this one. I got I got one more. I don't know how many you got, but I got one more. Uh, I got two left. Perfect. All right, you go. Do it. Uh, the f- my second to last is Low Cunning, called Tales of the Shitty Wizard. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. We were yeah. You introduced me to them, right? Uh, fucking funny. Like I mean, yeah. if you're not into dungeon, I can't even call it dungeon sense because apparently it's just the guy. With one guitar and a hell of a lot of effects pedals, right, but right. Making this music that sounds like it's on it should be playing over an NES game. But, Perfect, dude. The fucking song titles made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> like it's give uh, me some, give me some song titles. All right, actually, yes. If you must know, I do my best crying whilst drunk. <laughs> Or Wonderful. seven Scrivener as I cannot fathom what Arcana this fucking tome conceals. <laughs> My favorite track title was Tell That Bard to Shut the Fuck Up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was reading through these. Like at 3 a.m. when I was watching movies, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I gotta buy that guy's stuff. Like, it's so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> And if you're into, like, video game kind of music, it sounds really cool, too. I thought he was Wonder. doing it on a synth. But I read oh, the wow. description. He's like, no, nah, it's me and a guitar and about a fucking army of pedals. So like, that's Dang. impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's different. It's funny. Yeah. If you read the titles, it kind of seems like a... Almost like a fucking... What do you call it? Concept album. <laughs> I'm a sucker for concept albums. Just the story of this shitty wizard and his inability to do anything right. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh oh, you thought you were going to save the townsfolk, did you? <laughs> Too bad you're a shitty wizard. <laughs> shitty wizard. Uh, Alright, so um, yeah, this is going to be the last one. Um, let's see here. So, I've got Sky Forest. I've talked about them before. They come out with an album called A New Dawn, which is uh, kind of 
it's not really atmospheric black metal. It's kind of, it's, um, they, they say they're a melancholic, um, metal project, but they just released, uh, two kind of re-releases. One is called harmony and one is called aftermath. Harmony is a, um, it's a acoustic mini album served as a transition from Skyforce's second release of unity to a new dawn and it's beautiful like it's it 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 has that kind of black metal vibe to it but it's got this acoustic like like i don't know prettiness to it it's it's really pretty it's a very nice album um and then aftermath I was just saying, I was uh, listening to them last time you talked about them. They are very, like, you can sit and chill in that one. (laughs) Yeah, it's not, they're not very, like, it's, uh, man, they're really hard to define because they have, like, this atmospheric black metal vibe, but they're also kind of this atmospheric, like, just, um, I don't know, like, just fucking beautiful music. Yeah. Um, there's like strings and like the, like clean guitars and nice vocals. Um, and then, so the, the other album that they just can't, they re-release is called aftermath and it's their first album, um, Hmm. under the sky forest moniker, uh, sky forest name. And like here it's ambient black metal, atmospheric black metal, black metal, melodic black metal, post black metal. Like it's it, like it's in that black metal vein. Um, and then it just kind of progressed into like this more melodious, um, like, like nice, pretty fucking music. And I'll listen to fucking a new dawn, like, like eating breakfast or whatever else and sipping on coffee. It's fucking gorgeous, man. There, it's so well done for one dude. Uh, like there's instances where like, you'll be listening along and it'll be chugging along and then like strings will come in and you're like, fuck bro. It's like mm-hmm. sun coming over the like through the clouds and like tears in your eyes. You're like, oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Sky Force definitely fucking uh, uh some something to check out on Bandcamp. Definitely, hell yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah. All right, my last one is another one you showed me, but it's a uh, Neptunian um, ne- bleh, Neptunian maximalism. Yeah, Neptunium, Neptunium Maximus. Yeah, yeah, that's a good band. (laughs) So this is another one of those that's really hard to pin down in a genre. Like to me, it sounds like Sun O if you added an orchestra and had a saxophone player with them. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking out there, man. Yeah, their tags are fucking wild. It goes from like drone to free jazz or dark ambient. Like they. Just go ape shit on this record. <laughs> yeah. I bought the that. CD. I guess there's a three pack, like a three CD pack because they didn't have a LP of it. So I was like, well, screw it. I have a CD changer. But right, I bought the right. thing. I mean, the, even the packaging, it looks like wild Eastern looking, like almost Japanese demon style painting on the front. It's fucking. Oh, sick. yeah. So it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's so good. and so like. It's like um it's like Igor. It's in that kind yeah. of vein where it's just fucking batshit like alchemist mad scientist crazy, but yeah. it's still like so fucking hooky and good. You're like, what is this? I fucking like it. 
Mm-hmm. They're uh, you should go on the band camps and read their description of it because like it's way too much for me to read through right now. But like the amount of people they have working on this thing and the stuff that they do, like yeah. they have two drummers. They got a guy playing saxophone. Then they have another guy whose like specific job is soundscapes, and another guy who's described as the Black Magic stenography. Like, what the Jeez. hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah. But I listened to this in the car ride to work one night, and I was just like, I don't remember the car ride because <laughs> that's the whole time. I was like, what is this? Like, got yeah. Like riffing sax lines over a Doom, like a Sun O style sounding drone riff. Yeah, man, it's it's so good and so so different, but it's man defies logic. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's really hard to pin down, and it's just it and the talent behind it too. Like you could listen to it and you'd be like, "Fuck, bro!" There's a lot of like musicianship that's in this like song and this album. Yeah, I went back and bought all their other stuff they have on Bandcamp, and they're one of them is a. Uh recording of the first time they all played together mm-hmm. just insane like they all like they're just riffing these free jazz drone kind of thing and they're all just going for it and i was like dude this doesn't sound like they're playing live for the first time like jesus yeah how many how many albums do they have i got three or four releases off of their band camp okay so there's uh two albums i think there's one of them is a two track release but it's also like 40 minutes long. Okay. And that nice, live nice. one is, uh, you know, that's 40 minutes long by itself. <laughs> so you're not lacking Jesus. content. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. They All had right. a picture of a guitar and a Sun O amp because the Sun amp was a, it's its own brand. They've had them since the 70s or something. Oh, yeah. The Sun's been around for a long time. I just saw the Sun logo. I was like, no way. Oh, it's just the amp, not the band. <laughs> it's just the amp. <laughs> it's just the amp. Yeah, it's a Sun amp. That's fine. People I have a Sun, sun amp. I have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you should know. I wandered Jesus. past it at a guitar shop and was like, Sun? Mm. Oh, I need to buy that and play through it very slowly. I asked the guys, is this Doom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you, could you imagine if you played at regular speed and it slowed everything down by like like 10 times? <laughs> It's like, like I don't have digga 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 quarantine movies we're just plastic. I, yeah I, yeah i don't i don't know but yeah we'll be right back folks uh the one person who listens to us we love you we'll be right back it's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from penfed our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39 percent apr on new vehicles finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill plus take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. <laughs> okay. Drink time. Hang on.
Hello. Hello, everybody. We're back. Howdy. We're back. I've got a drink. I made it myself. You did all by yourself? Yes, yeah, so it's probably kind of strong. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you know what? No. Hey, you know what? No. Hey, what? you know what? what? I did think of a movie that I watched. It was uh, The Old Guard, the Netflix oh, movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can have that one. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't great, yeah. Yeah. but it was pretty good. I like watching Charlize Theron kick ass. Charlize Theron? Charlize Ther- Theron. 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 The only thing that sucked about the movie... So, like, Charlize Theron is, like, amazing. And then the yeah. rest of the cast, it, n- not so much. You know? Hovers there. Yeah, Dude. you know when you got, like, a really, like, talented fucking actor or actress and she's in the scene and she's fucking killing it and then everybody else is kind of just dragging it down <laughs> kind of how it was yeah. but it was it i mean six or i would say like a six and a half out of ten it wasn't great it wasn't bad uh somebody was like oh i love the action scenes and i didn't they weren't that mm. great in my opinion <laughs> it was a director um yeah. Gina Prince Bythewood, hmm. who, uh, man, okay, apparently directed Love and Basketball. Huh. Yeah. That's not a long time ago at all. No. <laughs> uh, Silver and Black. She, what is this? She directed a Black Cat movie? Cat. Like the Firecracker. Black- no, like uh, a villain in Spider-Man. Huh. Interesting. Oh, um. Interesting. Yeah. So she. Yeah. But here's the thing. So there was Kiki Lane is in Old Guard. Oh, I thought she was also in Love of Basketball. Never mind. My bad. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. I, I mean, people who are gonna watch it are gonna watch it. It's on fucking Netflix. It's not like they gotta go out of their way to watch it. So. You know, kind of like a, whatever you like, kind of a Highlander sort of concept, isn't it? Um, no. Well, kind of. So the Old Guard, it's um, there's people, there's like immortals mm-hmm. that are just immortal for some fucking reason. They hadn't really figured it out. They didn't really explain it, and no. then they it's can like- die and come back to life, but. They there's a point in time when they don't recover from their wounds, and yeah. it's not like given to anybody to know when it is. They're just like, oh, the really old ones. Sometimes if they die too many times, they 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 stay dead. And you're like, all right, cool. And then it's just I don't know. It's based on a comic. Um, you know, it was good. I think they're probably going to come out with another one. You know, that yeah. sounds a little like. What's that? It sounds a little like the bad guys from Doctor Sleep. Kinda. Yeah. Oh, hey, let's talk about Doctor Sleep since you've fucking seen it. Finally. Finally, (laughs) this motherfucker is a huge Stephen King fan. Read all his fucking books and everything else. Fucking Doctor Sleep has been out on Amazon for, I don't know, three years. (laughs) And... I'm like, hey, I finally watched Doctor Sleep. Have you seen it yet? Because we didn't watch it in theaters. He's like, no. No, I haven't seen it yet. 
Yeah, I missed it. I can't remember why I missed it either. I think I was just busy. Because you're, you're an asshole. You know, the thing is, like, I love Stephen King books, but the movies are really up in the air with how they'll do. Yeah. Like, so I, mean, we, I love The Shining. The Shining. We sc- did. So we talked about The Shining. And we, and we both watched The Shining because yeah. Dr. Sleep was coming out. Yeah. And then, I and fuck. then we fucking, yeah, we fucking dropped the ball because we didn't go fucking see Dr. Sleep <laughs> in the theaters. Look, I don't, I don't know what you want from him. Yeah, like, we don't, don't get... read... Did you read the book? Fuck no, I haven't read the book. That's good. You... Look, Stephen King books are like 3,000 fucking pages long. I don't have that yeah. kind of attention span. They're easy to read, though. Maybe. But yeah, the book and this movie kind of they fit pretty well. Like, they had to change some things because there's uh, plot points in the book that were different than Kubrick's movie, but... I think yeah. Dr. Sleep kind of bridged the gap pretty well because Stephen King notoriously hated The Shining. Right, right. The movie version. So, so I think this is kind of uh, the director trying to pay homage to both King and Kubrick. Sure, sure. Um, uh, so I was watching Dr. Sleep, and I'm like, look, this is a superhero team-up movie. Yeah, it really felt like that. Like, there's... It- aspects to it but like there was not there was it was real weak on the horror like real weak on like that stephen king influenced slow burn horror well that kid getting nailed down and basically torn apart that was pretty fucking horrific (laughs) yeah that was that was that was fucked up yeah but the rest of it yeah it was more like like the girl had x-men powers almost yeah, it, it really felt like a superhero team-up movie to me. And as I was watching, I was like, this is the fucking Avengers. Like, <laughs> this was like, Danny. Yeah, I was like, um... I, and then I was like, have you seen the movie yet? Because I want to talk to you about your superhero Stephen King movie. Because he fucking <laughs> hates superhero movies. I just don't like them. <laughs> it's not I know! Cinema. That's what I'm saying! <laughs> yeah, it definitely had a superhero feel to it it did but it really really did it was okay i i thought it was good i mean i don't fucking hate superhero movies so i thought it was good yeah i don't know i think i'm just a snob but then you, you can't are. really say that because i also watch disgusting shitty b horror flicks so yeah yeah i mean i liked i'll be one kenobi being like a alcoholic for a while and then watching dead it. people die yeah <laughs> yeah I think some of the scenes are pretty fucking cool too. Like when he released the ghosts, like spoiler alert, but if you haven't seen it, yeah. man, man, I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, watch it. It's on fucking Amazon now. Like just go fucking watch it. It's like 99 cents. A, yeah. Such a cool turn. Oh, and you need to watch the extended long version. I guess there's a couple versions out there and the extended ones from uh, what I've gathered, the superior. All right. The, I think the original movie is pretty fucking long already. Yeah, it was like a pretty long one. I watched the almost three hour long one. So yeah. I, I heard there's some difference between the two. Like one of them had some scenes edited out that didn't really help the cause. Mm. All uh, right. So for other movies, though, I had like a Fincher fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Watched, give me, give me, hit me. Hit me. I'm sure you've seen seven. I have. Good. Seven times. And it's kind of funny that I look at my. Uh, Letterboxd app because that's how I track what movies I watch. Yeah, I watched uh, Roberto Fellini's Eight and a Half, 
right before I watched seven, apparently. <laughs> Perfect. I'm like, oh, wait, I, countdown. I need to watch eight millimeter. <laughs> oh, Nick Cage classic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm not telling anybody anything new with seven's fucking incredible. It's one of my favorite movies. Yes. Yeah. I mean, um, it's just creepy. <laughs> So along the lines of seven, but not at all, and anything has to do with seven, um, people should watch Hannibal because Hannibal is now on Netflix. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And I was telling you about this earlier. It's not a movie. Sue me. Look, I, TV show. I don't give a shit. It's entertainment. It's a TV show. It's on Netflix. And I swear to God, it is like a fucking film nerd's wept dream. There is so much <laughs> cool shit that happens in this fucking show. Like, uh, like the camera work, the angles, the different like scenes, everything that's played out, the writing in it. There's like mm. writing in like the first episode that will pay off in like the season two finale. Um, oh, yeah. got there's pay. there's some things that you'll that you'll if you know about like the FBI or whatever else, you're like, what the fuck? Why is this guy here? How, does the yeah. FBI only have like? Three fucking people that work in this one department. You gotta, you gotta push through that and be like, "All right, cool, whatever." Hannibal can show up as somehow in this two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fucking car, and he, like his watch in the show is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I'm like, God. how does the FBI afford this? But yeah, right. but look, once you get past all that bullshit. And the thing is, the show is so good that you forget about those kind of details. And you're just like, what is what's going to happen next? Hmm. Camera angles, cinematography, uh, like everything is just so well done. Season. Yeah, the season finale of season two is probably one of the best episodes i have ever seen of any television show ever it's fucking amazing hell yeah yeah wonder if they thought this was gonna spawn such a industry by itself when they made silence of the lambs i mean maybe you know because it was a book right first it was red dragon was a book they made a different movie i think michael mann directed a movie back in the 80s about hannibal but it didn't really go over. So. Oh, okay. So they made a uh, Silence of the Lambs next, and that obviously did really well. <laughs> right. So there was Silence of the Lambs. I guess there was a thing that you said that there's Red Dragon, which was the kind of prequel movie. Yeah, with Ed Norton. Right, right. And, and then uh, Hannibal was Ridley Scott. He made that movie. Okay. And then, like, Mods Mickelson is in the new one, but also it's got Lawrence Fishburne, it's got Gillian Anderson, um, fucking, it's, it, the cat, like, everybody just does such a fantastic fucking job. Yeah, it's a good bunch of actors. I mean, I love Mads. Lawrence yeah. Fishburne's fucking solid. I love Gillian. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm so good. And she's really sweet. That's nice, yeah. I mean, she'd be really cool tired but it was one of those comic con lines where she's like oh my god i've been here for four hours right yeah <laughs> like, uh, i'm tired of signing my fucking name over and over again like, oh, these fucking fans yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah she was really nice 
Yeah, the the rest of the crew, like uh, the main character is Hugh Dancy. I've never, I don't think I've seen him before outside yeah, of this. Um, but he is really good in it. It's just, it's such a well-written and well-done show. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. I haven't, I don't know why I haven't watched it. I like the Silence of the Lambs universe. Yeah, you need to fucking watch it. I, do it. What's my problem? <laughs> I'm here to frustrate and annoy you. Where'd you go? Yeah. There you go. I'm are. here. I'm here. I like, I'm, I'm here. I don't. Okay. Well, the other half yeah. of my adventure fest, I did a rewatched Zodiac. I haven't seen that for a few years. I don't think I've seen that. You haven't seen Zodiac? It's I don't think so, man. Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I mean, I know those names, but I haven't seen the movie. Oh, crazy. So if you like adventure, I think you might want to check that out, too. Okay. But it's about the Zodiac <clears throat> killer from the... What? Like, really? Yeah, surprising. I thought <laughs> I was going to get the astrological sign and... <laughs> But yeah, the movie like it's super finchery. It's another long one. I think it's like two and a half hours. Yeah, it spans the time from when the Zodiac Killer kind of popped up to like the nineties. I think was when the movie ended. So yeah. it stretched a good three decades, and it followed right. the main characters are all people that were involved in the case, and the guy the Jake Gyllenhaal plays, he wrote mm-hmm. the about it the true crime book everyone probably has or knows about <laughs> oh okay okay i think it was the best-selling true crime book next to like helter skelter i mean it was a pretty big one Jeez. okay but, yeah the whole zodiac killer it's so weird like a lot of serial killers you 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 know it has that weird story but they always catch the guy right you know, right undies and your jeffrey Dahmers, but they never yeah. really caught the zodiac so it was always like up in the air, like who was it? Who was it? like? There's a couple possibilities of who it might have been, but they never mm-hmm. nailed one suspect down. So it was a really like it's a different crime story for a movie to take on. Yeah, especially not having a solid like that's it. The movie's over. Cut it off. So I thought it was really good. I love David Fincher though. Uh, speaking of David. Fincher, did he direct The Social Network? Yeah. So I did just watch that for the first time ever. That's a pretty good one. Like, um, Technically, the writing and the directing is super fucking tight, but I think at the time yeah. when, I, when it was brand new, I was like, why do we need a movie about this guy yet? <laughs> yeah, right? I didn't understand that either. Um, but it was written by... Uh, Sorkin. Was yeah, Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin. I like a lot of what Aaron Sorkin does. He's, yeah, he's come out. He's come out recently and been like a fucking idiot up with his <laughs> positions on things. Yeah. Um, but he did like uh, what West Wing. Yeah, West Wing, Newsnight. Yeah. Um, a few other things. Uh, a few good men. I think he wrote and directed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Social Network. Uh, super tight. David Fincher, of course is just a mastermind when it comes yeah. to making movies. I love how you can like watch a movie without even knowing who directed it. Like some directors definitely come across where you can be like, Oh, that's Kubrick or, Oh, that's Spielberg. 
Like mm-hmm. Fincher, Fincher has that. Where like you could drop me in a movie, not tell me what it is, and I'm probably like ten minutes in and be like, oh, this is Fincher. Yeah. There's um what was the um Mind Hunters? He was doing Mind Hunters and there's yeah. Other directors, like you'll watch, a sh- you'll watch an episode, and you're like, "This is fuck, this is Fincher." I know it. But then there's yeah. other directors in that show that were trying to like super copy his style and do yeah, it kind of really it. well. Yeah, yeah. Like he set the bar for the first episodes, and then like anyone that directed an episode after, like, well, you can't just alter the entire look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, Fincher is like he like textbook. Like you could watch, you I, you could probably watch Fincher movies and then make and direct your own movies and do pretty fucking well. I'd think. I was watching um, YouTube interviews with him because I like watched a couple of movies. Like I wonder how he got started. And like he said, when he went to school for it. Everyone wanted to be a director, so no one gave a shit about the lesser jobs. But he's mm-hmm. like, I just want to be a filmmaker. So, like, he learned how to be a grip. He's like, I want to yeah. be the best. I want to be the best damn grip there is. So he learned that, and he kind of worked his way up. Eventually, he was doing commercials, I think, and then he mm-hmm. got the opportunity to make Alien Three. Nice. So the studio, I think, was more to blame for what happened to that movie because, like, the directing—you can tell he was getting his. He had his angles and his lighting sense, but definitely the story got chopped because the studios fucked it up. Yeah, that that sounds about right. It is batshit to me that he went from that to making seven. I was like, that was a second movie. That's insane. Yeah, there's just so much talent, you know. And he thought after Alien Three, like, well, that's it. I'm going back to making commercials, but. He got an opportunity when he was making or writing or dealing with making the game. If you haven't seen that one, um, Michael Douglas. I think so. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, no, I seen it a long time ago. Yeah, that one's not bad, but Seven was fucking phenomenal. But yeah, he, of course. I think he heard like Brad Pitt was interested, so he's like, "Hell yeah, I want to do that." Yeah, but he was up for like he was at first thought to direct it, but. Cronenberg, I guess, was going to be another possible director. Jesus Christ. Like, can you imagine Cronenberg's version of Seven? <laughs> Fucking just craziness. No, I don't want to. Like, instead of a head in a box, let's just morph the body into a big old lumpy, like, oh. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Instead of fucking... Uh, Morgan Freeman probably would have ended up with James Woods or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on here? Fucking hell. That'd be hilarious. Man, I like uh, like he has this, his uh, body horror sensibilities are great, but I don't know about seven. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't know how that would have worked out. No. We were talking about it on a behind the scenes special for that and they're like it's kind of the stuff they don't show you like you don't see the killer killing any of these people you always see the aftermath right yeah like it just feels disgusting because you're dealing with all this stuff but you don't actually see the knife going in right right well and that's like how a lot of people are when they remember a movie right like when they were like chain texas chainsaw massacre like everybody when that first came out Everybody's talking about how gory and bloody it was, and they're like, nobody ever got killed on screen. 
Yeah, you always saw it like offhand. Yeah. But the offhand stuff is just so fucking disturbing. It made your head fill it in. <laughs> right, right, right. I, yeah. I recently listened to a special thing about that too, actually. When they were talking about the guy that was playing the dude in the wheelchair. Uh huh. They said he was super method, so he was a fucking obnoxious dick the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> they like when the guy had to kill him with the chainsaw. He's like that chainsaw got really close. <laughs> oh my god, and that's fucking hilarious because that movie was made for like five dollars. Yeah, it was super cheap. Yeah, I wonder what Man. Toby Hooper would have like. He did Poltergeist, but like I don't think his star rose to where it could have been. Yeah, fucking Poltergeist back in the day, that was like a that was like a plateau. Like that was people people wanted to be that movie. Yeah, that was pretty creepy. Like especially that face peeling scene. <laughs> yeah. When you're a kid, yeah. like look you look at it now, you're like, ah, it's a fucking dummy. Yeah. When you're an eighties kid watching that, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> oh man. He just ripped his damn face off. I think that one probably scarred me a little when I was a kid. I know it did me. That's for fucking sure. Those fucking. I remember my parents were watching. My my dad was watching some horror movie. I thought it was the Blob for my the most the better part of my adult life. I thought this scene where kids are getting yanked off of this barge in the middle of a lake because there's a big blob monster in there. Fucking scared the shit out of me. I hate swimming. I think that's one of the reasons. But I was watching Creep Show too, which is just a pile of shit, and that was what it was. Yeah, there's that whole side story about a bog monster in a lake killing teenagers that were swam out too far. I was like, I got terrified by Creep Show too. <laughs> <laughs> like, goddamn, five year old me wasn't that bright. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that's all right though. That's okay, you know. <laughs> Between that and like the X Files monster that hid in the outlet or the porta potty, like I still hate porta potties. <laughs> I don't think I saw that one. It's one of the first yeah. season monsters, like the guy that bites your back and shoves a larva in you. Ew. I just remember he like escaped somehow. And yeah. Like crawled into an outhouse and like, nope, never sitting there again. <laughs> Man, I don't remember some scary fucking X Files stuff. I remember being scared because I watched X-Files, but I don't remember the scary shit that I watched. Just, I, mean, I don't know. I've watched it again as an adult, and it is one of my favorite shows, but right. it's not blatantly horror. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was more like kind of suspense, you know, yeah, under... Kind of suspense. Yeah. Kind of had... behind the scene, kind of under the current, like, horror to it. Suspense. They did have Monster of the Week episodes that had some pretty gross shit, but yeah, just constantly in your face. Right. Weren't they like one of the first kind of shows that did that, that a Monster of a Week type of a thing? I'm not sure if that was a a new concept, but they have they definitely had like a sprawling back narrative that they would address from time to time. Right, right, right. Like, like the you can't just do that all the time, so they'd have the the freaky like, oh, let's go look at this Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah yeah well because they had the the back like the overarching narrative of aliens and molders sister was ab- abducted and everything else right yeah i think most i think it was pretty groundbreaking in that it kind of blended the two because like it had the running narrative and your single episodes okay 
So it was more progressive on that end. Like yeah. Yeah, a lot of shows were either like running with a narrative or they did every week was different. Like your fucking CSIs. Right. Yeah. 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 You're at CSI, but every week's different and it's always stupid. I hated that show. <laughs> well, it was so formulaic yeah. all the time. There was, that, um, about when I was like getting conscious to things other than the actors in movies and shows and shit when I was younger. Yeah. Jerry Brockheimer produces, and eventually I was like, this is going to (laughs) suck. Yeah. I remember um, I was watching Fringe, and I really, really liked Fringe, but Mm. the show itself was so formulaic in the way that it handled, like, the first season. It was like every episode was the same, but there was still that, like, background overarching thing. And I don't think I ever finished that show because of that. Yeah, I didn't either. I think I watched a bit of that and a bit of Supernatural, and I was like, I've already seen the X-Files. I don't need this. <laughs> yeah. And there was um, Constantine kind of came on right around the same time as uh, Supernatural did at one point in time. And I think that yeah. it really suffered because uh, like it was going up against Supernatural. It was in that same realm that like yeah. kind of, oh, let's put salt on the door or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I liked Constantine like even as a a comic book. Yeah. So it's kind of rough well, but, to put something like that up against something that's already has a built-in fan base. Right. Right. And it's not like they did anything wrong or bad. It's just that you're, you know, it's going up against like a heavyweight in that's already well established. Um, but the guy who plays Constantine or rather, well, he played it in the show. Um, he came back and he oh. plays it in Legends of Tomorrow. And then he also oh, wow. voices Constantine in like the DC animated universe. Oh, nice. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he like, he's a fantastic Constantine. Like he's a great, he, he pr- plays it so well. You like him better than the Keanu Reeves version? I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although they are talking about coming out with another movie. With Keanu? Yeah, with Keanu Reeves for some reason. Because it's Keanu. You can't hate Keanu, you know? I didn't mind the movie. And the movie was good. It wasn't bad, you know? Yeah, but Like, classic. The, yeah. Entertaining. Right, right. Uh, but let's see here. We've been on for over an hour now. Hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. So, I'm a little I've been drinking mead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm fucking hungry. Uh, it's dinner time oh. here. Uh, it's like so. Dark. Yeah, let's. Uh, we got anything else? To talk? Let's kind of ra- wrap this up if we could. I think, I think we need to really discuss the 1917 Russian Revolution in detail. So um, you're you're gonna have to calm down and sit back down. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. And we're gonna we'll... be here for about two days. World politics. That's what the show's about. That's the met. That's the miscellaneous. <laughs> that's what the M, the last M stands for. World politics. Yeah, world politics. World, like, mer, yeah. world, world we politics. Talked, we talked about music, movies, and world politics. Yeah, world politics. What we do? That's what we do here. You know, yeah. we got a a large audience that cater that we cater to. So, Craig likes. World politics. So yeah. Be nice to Craig. Craig, or pull that up on the big screen. 
Hey, Craig, look that up. Look it up. He's not not doing it. If we ever like get big on the podcasting, we do need a little sidekick. So yeah, (laughs) Craig. Craig We'll just call him Craig. He can be like Steven or Joe or my name is Tyler. Yeah, Frederico. Craig. Look it up. Sarah or josephine or you know whatever craig craig isn't even a lady name <laughs> craig, i don't even, I, you know, I don't think i know one craig like in real um, life other than uh, digital craig who fucks up yeah i did in middle school hmm. i never knew Ele- one. elementary school yeah and i mean i thought it's a digital craig but honestly i probably screwed up something <laughs> yeah, no no fuck that guy he just drops out for r- random shit all right fine i'm yeah <laughs> okay bye we didn't just you know waste two and a half hours my lunch time yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so right. we got we got we anything got else no, i gotta I eat i'll start the thing i wanted to cover okay i mean shit. all right then well, I hope uh, everybody enjoyed this podcast episode of I don't know. Started with Dick and ended with David Fincher. Yeah, even do with David Fincher. There's no correlation whatsoever. I can't tell you how we got here, but we got here. <laughs> well, we got here somehow. It's like a Joe Rogan podcast. We just did DMT until we ended the show. <laughs> Somebody slipped some DMT into my mead. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, episode eleven. <laughs> Yeah, we're bringing you quality content here. Quality. Quality yeah. over everything else. So, yeah, if you want to check out any bands that I mentioned, go to 666 Sloth on Bandcamp. Yeah, and then I'm um, I'm Metal Ginger. On the Bandcamp. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Until next time. What do we, what do we say, kids? Stay what? Stay metal. Stay K-pop. Oh. Yep. Either one. Yeah. Well, K-pop like shuts down, you know, uh TikTok because they campaign against Donald well, Trump. I guess Microsoft's gonna buy that, so we're all good. Yeah, we're fine. We're yeah. fine. But anyway, until next time. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, stay metal. Do that. All right. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. My local coffee shop is my Penn State World Campus classroom, giving me the full Penn State experience online. It's home to thousands of students working together with faculty to advance our careers, change our careers, or finally earn our degree. My classroom is just like every Penn State classroom because it is getting me to where I want to be. Click on the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more.